This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Boost in USDA spending authority mold. H2A disruptions alarm farmers. And more progress on China trade barrier. Key Senator eyes boosting USDA aid authority. The Senate is working on a huge stimulus package, possibly as much as a trillion dollars, as Washington grapples with the impact of the COVID-19 epidemic. And it's possible the package could include a provision to refresh the Commodity Credit Corporation spending authority that USDA has used to make the market facilitation program payments. Senator John Hoven, who chairs the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee, tells AgriPulse the CCC account could be refreshed either through the stimulus package or later through the appropriation process. Hoven, a North Dakota Republican, is waiting for an answer from USDA on whether it has sufficient authority to make another round of MFP payments this year. Now, keep in mind, the pandemic and the potential for a recession this year are adding to the stress on the U.S. farm economy and calls for more direct aid are only going to grow in the coming weeks and months. USDA grapples with crisis, H2A concerns. USDA is trying to reassure farm groups that the administration is trying to ensure producers have the H2A workers they need this year, despite delays in processing their applications. USDA issued a statement yesterday afternoon to AgriPulse saying it is directly engaged with the State Department and working diligently to ensure minimal disruptions in H-2A visa applications during these uncertain times. Chuck Connor, president and CEO of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, said a key concern has been the closure of consulate offices that are critical to interviewing potential H-2A workers. He said the industry has been, quote, working feverishly this week on emergency procedures. Also of concern because of the outbreak, the U.S. will suspend routine immigrant and non-immigrant processing visa services in Mexico starting today. Now, why it matters? 258,000 workers were approved under the H-2A program last year. In a letter to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Georgia lawmakers warned that crops may die in the field if there's a lapse in H-2A processing, diminishing our domestic supply and potentially increasing our reliance on imports. By the way, industry groups are working on several other issues as well, including border inspections. The industry wants to ensure that Customs and Border Protection prioritizes entry of food products and provides for expedited screening of drivers and trucks. To address meat industry concerns, USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service says it's closely tracking absentees among its inspection force to ensure that packing plants are adequately staffed. The plants can't operate without FSIS inspectors on site. With schools closing, USDA has announced a partnership with PepsiCo as well as Baylor University's Collaborative on Hunger and Poverty and McLean Global to provide nearly a million meals per week to some rural students. The shelf-stable foods will meet USDA's nutrition standards for the department's summer feeding program. For more on the potential impact of the pandemic on the ag sector, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. 
China moving toward the lift of ractopapine restriction. One major non-tariff trade barrier on meat that China did not agree to quickly remove in the Phase 1 pack with the U.S. is its ban on beef or pork from animals treated with ractopamine. But work has already begun to address that, according to sources speaking with AgriPulse. China, with input from the U.S., is working on a risk assessment that would enable a move away from its zero-tolerance position. In the meantime, U.S. beef could begin flowing to China if the country follows through with its pledges to drop its ban on beef from cattle treated with growth hormones and stop requiring that beef come from cattle younger than 30 months of age at slaughter, that according to experts. If you had China on board as a reliable, racto-free market that exporters could develop, that it becomes less of a trade barrier because feedlots will say, okay, we can produce racto-free for you in larger numbers because there's a reliable market. That the word of Joe Shuley, a spokesman for the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Big money in gallstones? Importers in Hong Kong are willing to pay very good money for an often overlooked commodity in the millions of cattle slaughtered every year in the U.S. That's gallstones. They are considered a, quote, precious Chinese herbal medicine with going price about $65 a gram. That according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Natural gallstones are in high demand for use in Chinese medicine, the FAS analysts say. Reportedly, the Chinese pharmaceutical industry requires about 100 metric tons of gallstones for a variety of proprietary Chinese medicines each year. But domestic supply is barely one metric ton. USDA extends comet period for school meals proposals. The COVID-19 pandemic has prompted USDA to extend its comment period for 30 days on two school meals proposals. Originally scheduled to end March 23rd, the comment period now will run until April 22nd. In the proposals, which deal with school breakfast and lunch programs as well as summer meals program, USDA says it's trying to reduce administrative costs and give schools more flexibility in their menu options. For example... One of the proposals would make it easier for menu planners to offer meats, uh, meat alternatives and grains interchangeably without offering a minimum grains requirement daily for breakfast. Not everyone likes the proposals. The announcement coincides with the release of a new report from Healthy Eating Research that says the proposed changes, quote, could increase food insecurity and have a detrimental impact on kids' health and academic performance. Here's today's He Said It. Food is essential all year round, but in the face of a pandemic, it is critical the shelves remain stocked and supplies remain plentiful. American farmers and ranchers and those on the front lines in the food service industry are doing their part. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue in a statement issued by USDA. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 18th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.